Sugar helps the medicine go down. The medicine go down. Medicine go down. Just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down in a most delightful way. Okay, welcome to episode three of Spoonful of Sugar. She's the sugar, I'm the medicine. Sugar, how are you doing? So, our show is actually called Spoonful of Sugar. Like, have you not ever downloaded it or looked for it or anything, ever? I, I don't I don't really listen to anything, like, other than what I listen to. Do you know what I mean? That sounds really terrible. I guess I should listen to us, shouldn't I? Well, you don't have to, but you should know that you, what your show is called, considering I've told you it, like, I think, I don't know, 10 or 12 times by now. Well, but I just assumed that, like, the spoonful of sugar was a, like, I was, like, a guest until you told me I wasn't. I think the program director is really shitting the bed on this one, quite honestly. Okay, but I kind of named the show for you. <laughs> I don't know if you picked up on that because it makes no fucking sense to call it that otherwise because your nickname is in fact Sugar and then you were surprised well, again, that you were <laughs> a I host and not a guest. I was a guest and I thought it was going to be like, oh, in the middle of a show, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down and then, you know, me. For 45 minutes in the middle of an, a different hour <laughs> show. <laughs> totally makes sense. Okay. So, so how are you doing? I'm okay. I'm feeling real sorry for myself today, but I'm just I'm just moving past it. I'm just going to chug right past it. How are you doing? Okay, why are you feeling sorry for yourself? Let's explore this. Uh, you know, I don't know. I just have days sometimes where I'm just like, you know, like, you know, your favorite gif of Mr. Bean and the convertible flipping everybody off? <laughs> yeah. That's what That's I feel, what like, feel today. like doing. Yeah, I'm just like, you know, I, I don't want to make any more fucking meals. I don't want to clean the kitchen again. Like, my kids just take shit out of... The, we have, like, a really gross ottoman that uh, Stella has peeled all of the fake leather off of. So it's just, like, in shambles. <laughs> but, like, we don't want to buy anything else yet because it's just going to get fucking destroyed again anyway. So they just go in there and, like, they inevitably take out whatever game has the most fucking pieces. And then they just leave shit around. And it's like my brain hurts after a while just picking up the same fucking things all the time. So today I was just like, fuck it. Uh... You know what? You want to Honest have that game? Yeah, I would be, I'd probably be losing my shit. Well, because when you clean something up and put it away, you can kind of like, you know, dust your hands off and be like, yes, that's done. And then I do it. And like four minutes later, it's like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. So this Ottoman, why, if, if you, I mean, if you don't want to buy something new, why not like recover it? <laughs> I just don't think it's worth... And I worth, know exactly what you're going to say. It's just not worth... Like, I have other things I need to do with my time. That's not at the top of my list. Like, what would be at the top of my list like is pickling. like... Pickling. Pickling. Yeah. Oh, Sourdough yeah. bread. And I listened... I listened to the last episode, and uh, you you made it sound like I pawned my canned goods off on you. Now, hold on. Don't get offended, okay? <laughs> like, like, you were some garbage dumpster fire that I just threw things at that I didn't want. You are going to discover, my friend... When you come over to do the salsa, how much fucking work is involved in everything? It is hours oh, upon hours upon I, hours of work. And I don't think you pawn shit off on me. You're out of canning I mean, club. Okay. No, you're out of canning yeah, club. Yeah, you could, you could keep me in friggin' lifetime supply of fucking relish. Because I don't know how many times you asked me if I needed relish. <laughs> <laughs> like, how... I'm a single person. How much relish do you think I go through? 
time I see you, Aaron, do you need some relish? <laughs> no, fuck no, I don't need relish. Touche. Okay. You made you you made a fair point, okay? Okay, but I gotta say, your uh cherry pie filling, holy shit, that was awesome. Fucking Bonerville. Do you know how long that took? Oh, uh, pitting cherries? Oh. Well, if you ever just see this is a thing. I feel like I would for sure, I really want to help you out with it because I think it'd be fun. I mean, sure, it's work. And, like, it's it's like, you know, Wynapalooza, which I think we need to tell people about Wynapalooza. Oh, please do. Please do. Yes. Well, no, you go ahead. Oh, you want me to? Okay, well, I've discovered that I... I'm trying to keep up traditions with the kids, like the traditions I hated when I was a kid. I'm going <laughs> to just force upon them like they were forced upon me. I mean, I shouldn't really say that because I did, must have enjoyed it somehow because I got my dad's old wine press, got it cleaned... It's a long story right. there. Got it all powder coated and painted and everything. And then for the past two years, we like ground up the grapes and the stems and everything, put them in a big vat. And then I kind of let them ferment. And then a week later, we take the press out and sugar comes over and the kids and we just kind of dump everything in the press and squeeze all the wine out. And then that's about it, I guess. But I think we need to talk about the first year we did it. You were relying on your sister who said, oh, I know how to make wine. Meanwhile, she didn't. She made and kits. She was sort of overthinking it, right? Like you know, with the with everything. I I didn't understand what I was supposed to be doing, and every when I went on YouTube to try and find how to do it, it's like they always bypass that step. But all all you have to do is scoop the wine and the pulp and the seeds and all the shit out of one bucket and dump it into the press. That's all you had to do. Uh, I just I had it in my head that. You had to pump the liquid out into it, into jugs, and then grab the pulp, which, like, if you had any brain power whatsoever, oh would God. make zero sense. So we were struggling. I'm, like, sucking on the end of this tube because the, pipe, the, the pump was clogged and everything. It was just such a fucking absolute gong show. And I'm depending on my sister. She's like, oh, yeah, I know how to do it. She gets there, and she's just staring at me. And I'm like, well, like, what? And then you asked her if oh she'd ever... God. Yes, I'm like, oh, so you've done this before? She's like, oh, no, I've only made boxes of wine. I'm like, oh, my God, we're in for a treat. Yeah, and of those boxes of wine, I think the last three boxes she had made actually turned to vinegar. It's like, oh, oh great, you're wow. a great resource. Thank you so very much. So glad you're here. Jesus. Okay. Yeah, but I feel like the second year we had the hang of it, and it was like, it was good. Oh, the, the second year was insanely easy. I mean, relatively speaking, right? I mean, you have more of the work with the not only the bottling, but you have to do a bunch of stuff in between, right? Yeah, it's it's annoying. You got to rack it. Get a, nobody cares. But I think my favorite part of Wineapalooza number one, I think we were just both completely exhausted. It was such a long fucking day. And I offered you some wine to take home, but I knew that it still had to ferment. Like you can't just take fermenting wine and put a lid on it because the whole fucking thing will explode. So I said to you, I'm like, I don't, I can give you a jug of wine to take home. Do you have any balloons? <laughs> and I looked at you and said, yeah, a middle-aged single woman without any kids has just balloons hanging out at her house. Why the fuck yeah. would I have any balloons? I think <laughs> that was the hardest I laughed in probably about six months because it was so fucking stupid. Like, why would you... It was it was so funny, but I, I loved the pump, though. Oh. The pump that didn't, that isn't required 
um, trying to get like, you know, the pieces of grape and stems out and then it would get clogged again in like two seconds. And then, like you said, like we're sucking on the back of this hose trying to get it going. And yeah. Yeah. For no fucking reason. I hope everybody enjoyed their wine that you gave away. Well, what they don't know won't hurt them. A little bit of our DNA is not going to harm anyone. Okay. I am, I'm wanting to do it really old school though. I want to like, we would both get our feet cleaned professionally. No. And then like do the stomping. No, never, never, ever, Mama ever, Mia, ever. Mama Mia would be so proud. No, no fucking way. I would never, and you should see her feet before you say that. Never, ever. I don't like my well, feet being Well, I'm not saying touched. I want her to stomp it. <laughs> well, okay. Well, that, okay. You know what? Thanks for clearing that up. Cause she does have a walker. We'll travel, except she won't leave her house. So she won't. Uh, I don't want anybody touching my feet ever. I, I fucking, I, I have ugly fucking peasant feet and I don't want anybody looking at them or touching them in any way, shape or form. Do you get pedicures? I mean, I only do them myself really. Like I, I go maybe once a year and like with COVID, uh, I don't want to go at all. I don't care if these women are wearing like full hazmat suits. I just don't have a desire to to sit there and you know what it is awkward I feel it awkward you know expecting somebody to sort of make my feet look pretty I just don't like people like unless they're a massage therapist or something I don't like I don't want to be unnecessarily touched I am weird though I don't know if you picked up on that but I'm a fucking weirdo I just don't like it (laughs) like I don't even like massages really I went when I was pregnant and like a couple times after and then I just thought this isn't for me I don't I don't like strangers touching me I don't like people I love touching me I, I I'm good I'll, I'll take all the touching. Touch me, touch me. I want to feel your body. No? <laughs> no, I just didn't want you to stop. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Where are you? Where are you sitting? Oh, sorry. I'm outside. I'm, I'm going to kill you. Why? What's going on? Like, you're recording an audio podcast, and for some fucking reason, you insist on going outside where there's street noise in the middle of a fucking conversation. Okay. Like, we can stop. <laughs> We can stop anytime okay. you want. You just say, I'm going to no, go out for a smoke. No, no, no. Just the listen. People hear have me out. To know. The people have to know how I live, Sandra. Yeah, they deserve to know. But it, it's it's uh, it's intrusive. It's like, it would be very distracting okay, to how- me. And the sound quality sucks shit so much already. <laughs> that when you How is it now? Good. I'm still outside. I'm just not on, you know, the main street. Oh, yeah. On, on one of the busiest thoroughfares in the city? Like, not on that street? That's not where you're currently? Oh, my staying. God. I'm so... I, I don't think I'm going to be living here, like, forever. Okay. The noise is starting to get to me. Holy shit. Oh, really? Uh, I'm yeah. getting too old for this shit, man. What, uh, would you just back off of that street onto onto a side street instead? I think so. I mean, like, there's always a, a ton of places, right? Um, I think it would be my 14th or 15th place in this city. Would you ever live with anyone again? Oh, I don't know. I don't know that. That's tough because uh, so set in my ways. And I mean, I'll be the first to admit that I'm pathetically set in my ways. Well, that's okay. So, well, yes and no. I mean, it's like, oh, does that, you know, like hang up the towel properly sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like like little stupid things. And I'm afraid I'm the, like one of those people who are like, ah, why is the towel crooked? You would not survive one fucking day in my house. You couldn't do it. No, I, I, I wouldn't. Actually, it would be really interesting to be able to uh, to be able to do that, though. We can make to sort of happen. have like a a day 
sure, come over, spend all day, and, and I'll want to see how much hair you have left when I get back. Because um, Stella's new thing is oh, calling everyone. Oh, you're not going to be there? Oh, no, 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 no. I wouldn't be here, no. You want you want a day in okay. my life? You can have it. Are, are we doing, like, an exchange program? Like, you can exchange into, like, the single girl's life, and I can exchange into, like, the, the married mother life? Yeah. Yeah, I want that oh. really bad right now. <laughs> that, that, sounds, that, that sounds like I'm losing the end of that deal. Yeah, you're getting completely shit on, but it's my life, so get used to it. I hope, and we'll arrange for it to be a shower day too at my mom's house. That's the best. That's the best day for me. Is like shower days are the best. Oh, days. you know what? Okay, here, here. Let's let's get to like uh, our dead dads. Okay, sure. Because we were gonna we were gonna say it was uh, dead dad day. Oh, so that's happy right. Happy dead dad day to you. Yeah. Happy dead dad uh, day to you, my friend. Happy dead dad day to you. Happy dead dad day to you. Happy. Oh God, I shouldn't really be doing this outside. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you phrase that and you didn't use the word burden. I am burdened with my mother and my dad, my dead dad chucking me these dimes here and there. It's like, dude, I need to win the fucking lottery because this is like, he left me a big pile of shit, like literal shit, like literal shit. I have cleaned up literal piles of shit and scrubbed shit out of places that I had no business scrubbing. So maybe stop with the dimes and I could use a lottery win. So anyway, but you, your dead dad didn't leave you anything. Well, I mean, what did I have? Like maybe a year of it, you know, with my mom. And then along came Joe. Along came Joe, the savior of my mother. Joe is my mom's boyfriend. No, I mean, he. it was like two years with my mom, two and a half maybe. And my mom wasn't like, my mom, you know, is able to, to, to scrub her own ass. And like, that's no offense to your mother at all. That's more offensive to you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she could do it, but she's just not going to. She's, like she's lazy and she wants you to do it. Yeah, that's. That, I think that's. That's it. like I can understand her not wanting to go up the stairs by herself. Okay, sure, and maybe not wanting to get in the tub by herself. Okay, fine, but uh, you can scrub your own asshole, and she like, and she'll just be like make sure you scrub my asshole. And I'm like, it's, it's clean. No, clean it some more. I'm like, no, it's, re- it's, it's sparkling clean. No, scrub it one more time. It's like, ugh, ugh. like I will never, ever, ever, ever do that to my kids. I don't want my kids to ever see me naked ever. I will check myself in the fucking shady pines at 56 years old to spare them the monstrosity <laughs> of having to scrub their mom's asshole. No one deserves that. Not even Hitler. Okay. <laughs> maybe he had to scrub his mom's asshole I don't know if that's in the history books maybe that's what drove him to madness or, or in Mein Kampf Hitler in Mein Kampf didn't mention the scrubbing of his mother's asshole hmm. there's a lot. There's a deep dive here if you know what I mean there's a real deep dive waiting for us. <laughs> yeah somewhere Rich is probably not going to hit it so yeah like wait, I, I, I don't have any but my pretty much my mom doesn't want to have anything to do with us anyway really What's so, that? that must be great. What's that like? Well, I mean, you kind of feel a little abandoned at times, but, you know. You make that sound negative. Like, that's a bad thing. <laughs> I, you know what? Sometimes it's weird to think that, you know, your mom doesn't really care. Yeah, she but, doesn't care. <laughs> like, I, I think about, like, like, your relationship with your mom. 
is it more of just like caregiver and caregivee uh, over like a nurturing relationship? Well, she, you know, she's she can she's had her moments where she can be uh, quite mean and vicious, and I don't even know that she can entirely means to be. But it can come across that way. Like, I still remember the nicest thing she said to me in the last 10 years was I was wearing a burgundy shirt. And people have always told her she looks good in burgundy and we have the same color. So she said, oh, that shirt looks nice on you. And I, I stopped and it was jarring because it's like, oh, did you just say something nice to me? Like, that's super weird. Usually with her, it's uh, I, call, I call her and she'll give me a list of things she wants me to do. She doesn't ask me how I'm doing, how work is, how the kids are. Just she'll talk about her day. Talk about what she's eaten that day. Complain about not having salt. Basically, tell me what she wants me to do and hang up. So I don't know. I mean, it's not all the time like that, but it can feel that way because it's like most of the time. But like, does well, your mom... and that's the thing. Like, I don't know how you handle that. It's in good. You know, most of the time it's in good fun. She makes a lot of jokes. Like, it's. I don't want to. I'm kind of making it sound worse than it actually is because we joke around and we generally speaking have a fun relationship she's you know just a little bit crazy and a little bit weird so am i so it's great but i've never felt like she doesn't want anything to do with me although it is enticing so <laughs> that i am enthralled by that See, uh, yeah like i don't know like I, I mean like that was essentially like what my mom was like over the two years and i and it was like infuriating you know basically like a just me 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 and I don't know, like, I, I just don't know. I just know that I'm, I'm very thankful for Joe. You know, I'm thankful for him for, you know, not just selfish reasons, obviously. I'm thankful that my mom appears to be happy. Yeah, not just selfish reasons. But those reasons are pretty, pretty good, too. Pretty, pretty good. Does she blow you off a lot? Oh, like, all the time. All the time. And not only that, but she, she jabs, like she, she gives jabs. Okay. So we were recently talking about, like I hadn't talked to her in months and I don't really like talking a lot of personal things with her. I don't know. So like a lot of the time he's like discussing things that are happening in the world, da da da. which I mean, I could talk to anybody about that. And then, so, you know, talking about Black Lives Matter and she doesn't agree with, you know, the monuments being toppled. And, and I said, well, can you imagine being you know, a person living in Charlottesville, a black person living in Charlottesville and, you know, walking down the street and you see, you know, a statue of a slave owner. And then remembering this is, you know, thinking about what your grandparents and, and blah, blah, blah went through. I don't mean to blah, blah, blah that. <laughs> and then so my mom, because my dad was an RCMP, a Mountie, and my mom's like, well, what do you think if they were to like, you know, take down the monument because your dad did some pretty unsavory things. I'm like, Mom, don't do not do that. Like, I know, I know. Like, my dad never told me the things that he did. But I'm also not stupid. You know? Like what? Um, like, well, you don't have to get into specific details, but like... I don't know any... That, that's the thing is, I don't know any specific details. And she never got into any specific details. But I, I know that my dad did things i don't think that there's any um cop or rcmp that can say that they haven't done things that um probably are either illegal or immoral but for my mom to bring it up when my dad is dead and to sort of make him look worse trying to make him look worse in my eyes just didn't sit well with me obvious reasons right yeah 
Yeah, he's dead. He's like never coming back, Aaron. He's never ever coming back. <laughs> so I, I really, and that's the thing is, I really like to be able to have the conversation with him right now, considering what's going on around, you know, police brutality. You know what his experience was, and trying not to be judgmental based on that experience, because I always said like my dad was one of the good guys. You always know in there that like you know things that you you just don't know. Like I don't know. Maybe my dad was like a hundred percent fine and clean, but, you know, I don't think that there's a cop out there that could say that, to be honest. It really is a catch-22 because, you know, we, we're we fed what we know. We're fed what we see. We're fed, you know, the brutality that we see um, on black people. We're fed the non-brutality we see on white people. And that's the thing. It's But, I mean, there is definitely a discrepancy between physical violence by police on black people as opposed to white people. We saw that with this kid who just shot uh, two protesters, shot and killed two protesters in Wisconsin. Yeah, that whole thing. He was walking down the street with a fucking AR-15, and the cops were handing him bottled water, thanking him for the help. And he looked like, like, no offense, but he looked like an absolute virgin. Like, he looked like he was 15, just a very soft-looking, looked very, very young to me, and they just didn't even right? think anything about it. And then there's just, I saw a video today of a, of a black guy. I don't know where it was. I just saw it on Twitter. And the, the caption was, uh, well, if they only complied or just comply. This guy was standing oh. there. He had his back to the cops. He had his hands on his head, just standing there. And then they kicked him in the back. So he kind of... Yep, I saw that too. Yeah, it's, it's like, well, fuck off. Like, you, you, why? Like, that is, to me, that is unnecessary. Nobody... He was just standing there like, doing what they said. And they just how? wanted to beat the shit out of him. And it's like, dude, there are cameras fucking everywhere. Everyone's got a fucking camera in their pocket. If for no other reason than to... like, And they don't care because they know they're not going to get fired. They're going to be interviewed by uh, a group of their peers. And they'll be like, yeah, fuck it. And nothing's going to happen to them. And that's, I think, is the biggest, shittiest issue is that nothing happens to these guys. They have video footage and nobody does anything. Just keep on keeping well, on. I think keep we're, people. we're talking like um, six months of... Is it Brianna, Brianna Taylor? Yeah. Six months. Six months. No, nothing. Nothing. What's his name? Uh, Blake. Uh, Jacob Blake. Ugh. He uh, is currently uh, handcuffed by his ankle to his hospital bed. Oh Meanwhile, God. he's paralyzed because he was shot seven times in the back. What are you doing? He hasn't been charged with anything. Nobody's actually gone to him and charged him with anything. There's a discrepancy, and, and, and this is why. And, I mean, the, the job 100% is hard. And I think that, yeah, there's some desensitization. However, nobody deserves what these men that we've seen have been getting. Comparing, comparing oh, I can't remember the kid's name now. We, we see it so much that we can't even remember their names anymore. The, the kid in the hoodie. Was it the kid in the hoodie or maybe, no, how about the young black kid who was playing with a toy gun who was shot by cops in a playground? Compare that to this white 17-year-old who jumped over a state to go to this protest, walking around with an AR-15, which is illegal for him to be having one. But then you see pictures of his mom wearing, you know, camo and carrying a gun too. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. A lot of these cops... Maybe they're people that were like assholes in high school and 
wanted some power. Like those are the ones you have to be afraid of. The ones that like care about people and want to go out there and do a good job and have a positive impact on society. Great. But I feel like we, where are all those guys? Where are those nice guys? I don't know. And, and, and that's the thing is that they exist. And, and, and there's like the whole idea of, of, you know, we know what we are told. We, we know what we're being fed by the media and, and everything like that. We have to sort of, we have to rely on ourselves to try to figure out what's white, what's white, what's right and what's wrong. The only problem with that is that there is so much, uh, I hate using this fucking term, but fake news. The thing is that the fake news that we get isn't the fake news that, you know, Trump and his ilk talk about. They're too busy, like, trying to look for these this pizza parlor with, you know, fucking kids in it that Hillary is sexually abusing or something. Oh, that's true. That is 110% true. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's insane. But did you see that the Trump Tower in Vancouver, B.C., Canada ha- is closing down permanently? Well, good, because that's a very granola, very left city. It's a lovely, lovely city, but they... Why the fuck? I, I don't, that doesn't surprise me. Did they just stop making money when he got into office? I don't know, because, I mean, like, there are questions, too, is that I think sometimes people take on, um, like, the, the building and just keep the name. Now, I don't know why anybody would fucking keep a name like Trump on something, um, but that's, that's beside the point. Um, so I, there, there is question about like the, just the name being used as opposed to like it being a building with the same businesses, just under a different name. So I don't know exactly what the ownership is in that, but the fact that his name was on a fucking building in Vancouver, I asked somebody before I went down, I asked somebody who lives in BC to pass by and give it to the finger for me. And then somebody else suggested that, you know, sell bricks for like $100 a piece and have, you know, people can come down, pay 100 bucks, take a brick and, you know, chuck it at the building. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. And I'm idea. like, fuck, man, I would drive across the country for that. Road trip. <laughs> yeah. What'd you do in D.C.? Oh, I just threw $500 worth of bricks. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you know what? We, um... The world is messed up. I think that the world is messed up. I, I, I don't know what to even think or do. And yeah, you know what? Canada is, uh, we're not as fucked up, but we're still fucked up. Oh, um, yeah. We just have different targets. The cops here just target First Nations people instead of black people. Right. Or maybe as well as black people. I don't know. It's just, it's very, we're, we're kind of like, I hate when people call us America's hat because I find that really fucking irritating but we're kind of consumed by American media and American politics so it seems like we're rubbernecking on our poor little American cousin but we're not we're empathizing we come from a position of empathy because it's like so fucked up watching it is so fucked up I feel like we're kind of like in the trenches but we're really not like I can prove it I can go I can go get my arm sliced open and go get free stitches and it's not going to cost me a fucking dime so I feel guilty. You know what? To some degree, we are powerless here. We want to do things. We want to be good people and a good ally to our American friends. But what do we do? You know, like if there's only so much boycotting you can do because, hey, like, yeah, I'll just not eat California oranges and get fucking scurvy. You know, like that's the thing is that we are so reliant on so many things from the U.S. that, you know, we can only boycott to a certain point. 
I imported sperm and... from the U.S. I went down to the States to get semen. So that's where we're <laughs> at. Yeah. So there's no going back. So I mean, does, okay, here we go. Like, does that mean like that, that's American semen? Does that mean like that? Could you actually fight if you're, if you wanted your son to get American dual citizenship? I wonder if you could fight for that. I don't know. But here's something I, I, I find interesting. I have a friend who has a known donor. So one of her friends donated sperm and then signed away his parental rights. But he is treaty. And both of her daughters, even though the... Fa- <gasps> the even- oh! So he is treaty, and both of the daughters, even though he, he has signed away any parental rights, are considered treaty. So what that means in Canada is, like, they'll get... What do they get? Like, subsidized university? They'll get... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to make it sound like... Uh, no, no, treaty, no, 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 no. Treaty no. natives get some but... kind of, like, sweet deal. But they get... <sighs> it's like, hey, we massacred... And destroyed your fucking people. So here are a few benefits that only treaty people get. Right. I can't so how many, how many people are actually listening at this point? You know, Podbean Five? makes... No, it's hard to tell because I have a theory, okay? I've been doing this a long time, that people who host podcast sites, like, so I put my podcast up through Podbean, they don't want you to know how many actual listeners you have and every every year or so they change their statistics so you don't really know like like before I could kind of pinpoint how many people were downloading me per day and have like a guess to how many listeners I have now it doesn't tell me anything and like lots of people don't download lots of people just stream so you I have no fucking real idea I never even thought about, like, the differentiation between, out, like, streaming and downloading. Yeah, and it won't tell me, it won't tell me anymore now how many people check my feed per day, because I think they just don't want people to know, because if people knew how few listeners they actually have, like, there are, there are so many podcasts out there right now, so many, and the oh average, God, yeah. the average length of a podcast, uh, the whole series is nine episodes, and I think the average listenership would be maybe 50 people, if you're lucky. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And and now, when I first started doing this, there, everybody thought podcasts, well, first of all, they didn't know what they were. And then they became uh, fodder for comedians. They jumped on right away and monetized it. And now, like, Michelle Obama has a podcast. And who the fuck am I? Like, where do I? I am somewhere between, like, three white guys Rewatching Star Wars or Star Trek and fucking Michelle Obama. I am somewhere in there. I, I, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, how do you actually, you know, find that niche? How do you actually find that? Because really, like, what do we do? We're, we're, we're basically having conversations. Basically, people are listening into our conversation that we could be having by ourselves right now. Right. I think that's the for me, that is the appeal when I listen to shows because it's hard to weed through and find things that you like. And some shows you just listen to out of complete obligation, which I hope is why people listen to me. They're like, listen, I have been there forever and I'm going to see this thing out till she dies of whatever heart disease or whatever. So I'm going to be hopefully, you know, 46 on my deathbed and I will podcast my last dying breaths from there. 